of you think I'm probably a hip with it priest because I'm a young priest, but I'm not, not at all. And I came across this saying that apparently has been around for a long time, that some people use a slang term to get woke or to stay woke. And apparently it comes from kind of the Black Lives Matter movement, and it means to be aware of the things that are happening, to either become aware, to get woke, or to stay woke, to stay aware of what is happening, and not to become numb to it or blind to what's taking place. And that's what Advent is about. That's the whole purpose of the season of Advent leading up to Christmas, is to stay woke. If you didn't hear it in the Gospel, Jesus says a few times, to not sleep, to stay awake, to be alert, to keep watch. He's very persistent about that. But if you go in the Gospel of Mark, this is chapter 13. If you go to the very next chapter, chapter 14, it's where all the disciples are in the Garden of Gethsemane and they sleep. They sleep. And three times Jesus comes back and says, can you not stay awake one hour? To stay awake but what does that mean in our Advent preparations to be awake, to keep awake? I'll give you three different examples that teach us something different about being awake. Some of you may know that in the military, they do very strenuous staying awake exercises. They have to stay awake for numerous hours on end because they have to learn to train themselves to deal with fatigue, to keep watch. Otherwise, their lives are at risk. And what they have to do through that is if you stay awake for a certain amount of time, your body starts to do very funny things, including hallucinating, starting to see things that aren't actually there. And they have to learn how to fight through these things so that they can stay alert and keep watch for what might be coming in a time of battle. Another example was when I went to World Youth Day a year and a half ago. One afternoon, the group that I was with, we decided that we were going to skip the evening activity so that we could camp out on the side of the road and catch a glimpse of Pope Francis as he was going towards the Stations of the Cross. And so we got there nice and early. We were right up against the barricade, and we were all prepped and primed and ready to go. And we started to see the motorcade coming through, all these vehicles coming through, and we're all looking down the street to try to see Pope Francis coming, and I'm looking for a white car coming down the street, and behind me I start to hear, yeah! And I look up, and the motorcade is gone, and I didn't see Pope Francis. Because he was in a black car, not a white car. He was about 30 feet away from me, and I completely missed him, because I was looking for the wrong thing. The last example was, some of you know that I just came back from the Holy Land a week ago. And on the Friday that we were there, we did the Stations of the Cross through the city of Jerusalem. And the streets are very narrow. Often they're narrower than our center aisle in our basilica. And the Christians that are taking part in this way of the cross just do it in the middle of the streets. And everybody else just goes about their day. They're just selling their markets, Christian Muslims and Jews are just going about their days, 
and we're walking through. And for me, being part of that was in a, the prayer through that was, that's what it would have been with Jesus. Just another criminal being taken out to be crucified and everybody just distracted by their life and oblivious to what was happening in front of them. Because to be awake shows us different things about the Advent season and what we're trying to be awake for. With the military, awake means to move through the difficult things, the waiting part of Advent. We wait through difficult things so that we can move forward for what we're really waiting for. We're patient through the difficulties to get stronger, to be able to deal with them better. My experience at World Youth Day, the waiting gives us perspective that we don't get so fixated on what we think should happen or what we want to happen and our perspective can grow so that we can be open and aware of what is supposed to happen. And then my experience in the Holy Land with the Stations of the Cross that it's about allowing us to stop being numb to what's happening, to spark in us that desire for what we're all looking for, to ignite in us again so that we can stay woke, so we can see what is happening before us. Because Christmas is not just about awaiting to celebrate Jesus' birthday. That's happened. We're also looking forward to something that is happening and going to happen. All of that is tied together in the season of Advent. And all of that requires us for this anxious waiting. That's what our wreath symbolizes, this slow waiting. But we don't like to wait. We don't like to wait. If we just think about shopping, the Black Friday seal sales bleed into the Christmas sales, which bleed into the Boxing Day sales, which bleed into the New Year's sales, and there's always a sale going on so that you can get what you want. We don't like to wait for anything. But we've forgotten a little bit about what we're supposed to be patient for. See, we're impatient about a lot of things because we want them to be different. We're impatient when we're in a long line waiting for something. We wish it would go faster. But how many of us in just a few weeks are going to go, I can't believe it's Christmas already. How did that happen? Where did the time go? And all of a sudden, we don't need patience anymore because it's here. See, that waiting, that staying awake that we're invited to, the spirit of Advent, is about learning to be patient for the right thing and growing in impatience for the right thing. If you listen to the prayers for the Mass today, it's all about striving forward and longing for the things that endure, for Christ, for heaven. We need to grow in being more impatient for that. We should want that more. We should be desiring to work through the difficulties of life to get to heaven. 
We should want that spark to be ignited in us, to desire it more. And we should ask God continually to ask Him to help us see things with His eyes so we don't get caught up in our own way of viewing our own life and the world around us. But instead, we place our impatience on those things of God. And then we don't have enough impatience with the things that really matter. We become impatient with the difficulties that we have in our life and we blame them on God. We get frustrated that life isn't turning out the way that we thought it should and we blame it on God. And we feel like our life is just kind of dull sometimes and a little bit boring and we blame it that God doesn't give us more. Where's our impatience in our own life to go, I am going to face this hardship and it's not going to conquer me? Where's our impatience to go, I am going to live my life as a Christian, to see the world as Christ and not just my own little bubble? Where's our impatience to go, God, you have made me, you are the potter, and you have given me your spirit and I'm going to strive to seek that out. Where's our impatience in that part of our life? But instead, we often fall into a limited worldview, numbness in our spiritual life, and kind of being tepid when it comes to facing difficulties and hardships. Advent is a concentrated season for us to learn how to wait so that we can keep awake and be ready for the right thing. So my challenge to you, try to think of one thing, however silly it might be, to just wait for. And I'll tell you how silly the thing that I chose is that I told to the grade three class that I visited this week. I'm going to wait until the third week of Advent to have my first glass of eggnog. Every time I go to my mom's house, there's gonna be eggnog because eggnog means Christmas. And it's the only time of the year that there's eggnog. And they usually drink as much as I can during Advent and into Christmas until it goes on sale and they try to clear the shelves and there's no more eggnog until next year. But just that waiting is going to allow me to appreciate it more. As silly as that might sound. So what's one thing that you can choose to wait for through Advent so that it can build up our spiritual life of waiting for Christ. Of growing our perspective in our life. Of asking God to reignite in our life that desire for Him. That's what we're invited to in Advent. That's what we're invited to get woke to. To stay woke in that. To see what is happening. That God has already been at work in the world. He sent his son. God is at work now. His spirit is present. And God promises that his son will come again at the end of all things. Do we see what is happening? Do we see what God is doing? And if we don't, that's why we have Advent. To be awakened again. Keep awake. What are you willing to wait for?